So you want the title? The title of the word this morning is the word of life. Nice and easy, you shouldn't forget that. This is the word of life. This is the word of life. This is the word of life. Amen. Amen. Not every man has life. He has breath, but not life. Don't confuse breath with eternal life. Don't confuse breath with being a new creation in Christ Jesus. It's different. Life in Christ is different. In fact, the Bible speaks of us being a peculiar people. Think about that. You guys are weird. Well, we're not trying to be weird. We just don't go with unbelief. So we look weird because we don't do unbelief. Come on. It's very quiet in this Holy Ghost house. Come on. We don't go with unbelief. We don't like doubt. It's not our appetite. We don't have an appetite of the flesh. We have an appetite of the Spirit of God. Amen. Amen. This is the bread of life. This is the bread of life. You can chomp chops till you go blue, but you won't have life. You'll just have breath. But here you'll have life in abundance to the full till it overflows. Is that your portion? That is your portion. Whether you want to take your portion is your decision. The Bible says, I place before you life and death, blessing and cursing, therefore choose life that both you and your seed may prosper. Amen. So don't be selfish. Think about your seed if you don't want to think about yourself. If you don't want life, think about your seed. Endure life so your seed can prosper. How's that? Come on. That's a shot in the eye for the devil from hell. Amen. 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 Glory to God. Glory to God. The Word of life. Father, thank You. Yes, indeed. Your Word is a Word of life. One word from God, as we have been taught, can change our entire trajectory of life in Christ. And so this morning, as we share Your Word, we do it with fear and trembling. Because as we speak accurately, and precisely as the Holy Ghost prompts each and every one of us on a daily basis, we want to be careful of what we say. A man's belly shall be satisfied with the fruit of his mouth, and with the increase of his lips shall he be filled. Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it will eat the fruit thereof. We thank you, Father. These truths are hidden from the wise, but they're revealed to the babes in Christ. We thank you, Father God, for the power of your word in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 If we can go for our foundation scripture, 1 John 2, verse 14. Can you just remember this morning that life in Christ is not complicated. Religion complicates life. How do you get healed? You declare. 
By Christ's stripes, I am healed. I'm sure my wife shared my testimony. You declare the word. Huh? Maybe I'll get to share it. Don't tell me Jesus doesn't heal. As I stand here today, I defied medical science, all their research. And I'm not against medical science. But there's a physician. His name is Jesus. He's seated at the right hand of God. He was lashed 39 times so that you and I can walk in divine health. Take your health to hell with the devil. That which was from the beginning. What was in the beginning? The Word. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. That which was in the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon, our hands have handled concerning the word of life. That which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon and our hands have handled concerning the word of life. Can you do yourself a favour. Can you do us as the body of Christ a favour? And from this day forth, remind yourself, every time you pick up the Bible, it is not letters on a page. It is the word of life. It is the currency of heaven that works in the earth. As it is in heaven, so let it be on earth. Amen. It's your currency. You can go anywhere with this word. The life was manifested and we have seen and bear witness and declare to you that eternal life which was with the Father and was manifest to us. That which we have seen and heard, we declare. Listen, that which you have seen and heard, Declare. Seen what? Seen from the Word. Seen from the Word. That which I have seen from the Word and heard from the Word, I declare. They were talking about the Lord. He is the living Word. You can take this Word and that which you see and that which you hear, you can declare from the Word of God. To you, that eternal life which was with the Father and was manifested to us, that which we have seen, heard, we declare to you, that you also may have fellowship with us. And truly, our fellowship is with the Father and with His Son, Jesus Christ. I want to read that again. And truly, our fellowship is with the Father and with His Son, Jesus Christ. These things, the Apostle John says, these things I write to you that your joy may be full. 
These things, which things? We've just read them. I write to you that your joy may be full. A new car is joy for a moment. A new house is joy for a moment. But this joy the Bible speaks of, let me just go there. This joy is a different joy. As the Father loved me, I also have loved you. Abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. These things I have spoken to you. Listen. That my joy may remain in you and that your joy may be full. This joy is not a ha-ha-ha. It's an inward knowing and security in Christ. And it brings forth a joy that's not subject to external factors. So if you're aware of external factors and you allow them to dominate, your joy will be stolen. The Bible says, the joy of the Lord is my strength. So it comes from Him. Amen. Amen. And then I want us to go to remember the title of the word is the word of life. Then I want us to go to 2 Timothy. Want us to go to 2 Timothy. And um, I want us to read. I was going to read verse 16 and 17, but I feel prompted to pick it up from verse 10. In fact, I want to go back to 2 Timothy 3, verse 5. Just put it out there. Having a form of godliness, but denying its power, and from such people turn away. Having a form of godliness, but denying its power, from such turn away. If the Bible wrote this, it's because they exist. Let's pick up from verse 10. But you have carefully followed my doctrine, Paul writing to Timothy, manner of life, purpose, faith, long-suffering, love, perseverance. Verse 11, persecutions, afflictions, the mighty Apostle Paul suffered persecution and afflictions under the New Testament. Don't think it's strange concerning the fiery trials which will come upon you. That's when you know whether you can stand in faith or not. But you will win the victory. Every battle has a victory. Every battle. 
every battle. It's what you learn in the battle. You become skilled at knowing the ways of God and knowing your enemy. Amen. Amen. Persecutions, afflictions, which happened to me at Antioch, at Iconium, at Lystra. What persecutions I endured. And out of them all, the Lord delivered me. That's what I want you to see. And out of them all, the Lord delivered me. Verse 12, yes, and please don't use this to make an excuse for your trial. Get delivered from the trial. Don't live in the trial. I'm not minimizing any trial you may have. I'm simply saying, don't live in the trial. And out of them all, the Lord delivered me. Verse 12, yes, and all who desire to live godly in Christ Jesus will suffer persecution. Verse 13, but evil men and impostors will grow worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. Verse 14, now you've got to get your catches out and keep them on high alert for the next four verses. It's extremely important. But you must continue in the things which you have learned and been assured of, knowing from whom you learned them. Let me say that again. But you must continue in the things which you have learned. Imagine if you got in your car and you never did what you were learned. I know it's incorrect English. I want to get your attention. You don't get saved and that's the end of the journey. I got my ticket to heaven. The image of Christ is to be formed in you. Our salvation is not for material goods. That's part of the blessing. But the primary purpose of getting saved is reconciliation and fellowship with God and live on earth as it is in heaven and reinforce the completed work of Christ, do the works of Christ in the earth. Right? And then all these things will be added to you. But you must continue in the things which you have learned and been assured of. Yesterday morning, my wife and I were having a coffee and, and we just touched on some things. And I said something to her. She touched her. She said, I remember years ago when this da-da-da-da and you, I said, that's because I didn't know. Hello. How many of you found out you don't know everything? How many of you know if you keep pushing into the word of truth, truth starts to grow? How many of you know when truth grows, the principles of the kingdom lifestyle become a reality to us and we're able to lay hold of them and live with them and we don't have futile confessions any longer. We have manifested presence 
of the promises of God. Amen. Amen. Let's read on. But you must continue in the things which you have learned and been assured of, knowing from whom you have learned them. And that from childhood, now he's talking to Paul biologically, okay? I'm talking to you spiritually. And from your spiritual childhood, you have known the Holy Scriptures, listen carefully, which are able to make you wise for salvation. What makes you wise? Not a graduate degree. Thank God for education. But that doesn't make you wise. We're talking about we want to be wise for salvation in this life because salvation is to be fully manifested and that comes out of the image of Christ. Look at this which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. Amen. Sounds like a mouse, amen. Amen, amen. Come on, be bold. Amen. You know what amen means? So be it. So be it. You declare amen. You say, so be it for me. Verse 16, all Scripture. How much? How much is all? Zonke. Everything in this Bible. Not cherry picking. No, I know it says that, but if the Lord would allow me, I'd kick every but that says that. Pity he doesn't allow me to do that. I'd probably get a few wallops back, but at least I would have got the message across. All Scripture is given by inspiration of God, not man. Get that in your heart. The world goes around and says, yes, but man wrote the Bible. Yes, by inspiration of God, not of their own ability. And the Bible says, it is profitable for doctrine, that is teaching, for reproof. Oh, we don't like that one. This is New Testament, by the way. For reproof, when you're going the wrong way. For correction. For instruction in righteousness. Never get bored of reading this Scripture. So when the enemy tries to tell you, well, you don't have time to read right now. You have time to read right now. Come on. I'll go there, Lord. Let's go with the Holy Ghost. Look at this in the context. However, we speak the wisdom among those who are mature, yet not the wisdom of this age, nor of the rulers of this age, which are coming to naught.
every economist's wisdom outside of this Bible coming to naught. Every politician outside of this Bible coming to naught. But we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery, the hidden wisdom which God ordained before the foundation of, sorry, ordained before the ages for our glory, which none of the rulers of this age knew, for had they known, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. Interesting. That's how dumb the devil is. Don't think the devil knows what God's doing, because he doesn't. The Bible says in Revelation, he was kicked out of heaven. He's not allowed back there. We go there, not him. Amen? Amen. Amen. And so I'm going to take out the italics, because it's often added in, and I'm going to go... But as it is written, and then verse 10, but God has revealed to us through his Spirit, for the Spirit searches all things, yea, the deep things of God. Now we have received, not the Spirit of the world. I really want you to meditate on that scripture. You have not received the Spirit of the world. For you have not received the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit who is from God. That, I'm putting you in there, or me, that we might know the things that have been freely given to us by God. Do you know what has been freely given to you by God? Because if you know, then it must begin to manifest. That James speaks, and we might touch on that. James speaks. If you are not a doer, you and just a hearer, you deceive yourself. And we get frustrated with the truth because we don't see the manifestation. But if we believe, we will see the manifestation always. You might say to me this morning, well, I believe that too. Do you believe it or do you see it tangibly? I was talking to my wife this morning coming into church on a financial matter. God takes us in all different directions. And many years ago, the Lord spoke to me about strengthening the balance sheet of the business and it seemed like go to Mars because the business was young the enemy had tried his darndest to hurt it but I was reminding her this morning year by year the balance sheet gets stronger in an economy that's not growing hardly don't tell me family this doesn't work. I'm not a preacher. I'm a believer who lives the word of God. It works. It works. It works. 
It works, family. Let's read on. These things we also speak, not in the words which man's wisdom teaches, but which the Holy Spirit teaches. Be careful of watching everything on every, these, these phones, every preacher, every, be careful. These things we speak, not in words which man's wisdom teaches. Men have many opinions, including preachers. But which the Holy Spirit teaches. Take this word. Sit with it till you get it. If it takes you a decade, do it. Because it's exponential. And once that word takes root in you, it moves very quickly. Are you with me? Here's the example. A 34 becomes 60. There's not 32. The Bible doesn't say that. It goes 30 to 60, just like that. Suddenly, you wonder, how did I get here? You went to 60. Come on. Come on. The blessing of the Lord, just by getting saved, you get 34. There's no return like that in any investment. These things we also speak to you. I want to say this again. Not in words which man's wisdom teaches, but which the Holy Spirit teaches, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. What's the Holy Ghost saying? Not your wife, not your husband. Love them, but you don't always listen to them. If their words contradict, what the Holy Ghost is saying. You stay with the Holy Ghost. They'll catch up later. Come on. But the natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit of God for they are foolishness to him. Nor can he know them because they are spiritually discerned. We must live here, family. We must live here. We must live here. We must live here. But he who is spiritual judges all things, yet he himself is rightly judged by no man. For who has known the mind of the Lord that he may instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. Hallelujah. He has the mind of Christ in operation. I got a message from Sarah Lee. My mother and I got a message from Sarah Lee yesterday. She says, I was with the Lord preparing for today. I was with the Lord. And she says, Dad, I just want to submit this to you and Mom. He says, I felt the Lord speak to me and say, and he named a particular church in America that's in a building program. And she says, I feel we should sow seed for our building. What's she talking? Heaven on earth. That's how the heavens work. That's how it works in the kingdom. See? She already knows how to get a building. So seed into somebody's building program. You want your house paid off, pay somebody else's house off, or at least start sowing seed into their home. Amen? 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 That's how the kingdom works. For who is known the mind of the Lord that he may instruct him? But we have 
the mind of Christ. Amen. Did we finish all our scriptures? Let's go back to Timothy. I just want to look at that one more time. Yeah, we hadn't finished there. We haven't actually got to my notes yet. We're just with the word at the moment. <laughs> this is the hors d'oeuvre. This is eternal in operation. This word is eternal. You understand this? All Scripture, all Scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. Verse 17, here we go. That the man of God, that's not the pastor. Another wrong was saying, it's a reference. That the man of God may be complete. How many? Complete. When? Now. Spiritually. Mentally. Socially. Physically. Financially. Think about that. Think about that. This may upset you. I don't know how many years ago it was now. It was not many years ago. When the Lord was talking to me about the plant now, to get the plant going. Not a plant, the plant of the church. Let me just help you. Because sometimes we get into Christianese and people go, what plant? Where's the plant? Where did he plant the plant? Amen. We're talking about a church plant. But I want you to see this. So I was talking to the Lord. And in those days, I was still raising my age with him. And this is what he said to me. I said, I just want to make sure, Lord, that, um, you know, the timing, because sometimes we spend so much time on time trying to find the timing, we're wasting time. He said this to me, all the major promises I gave you are done. What's he talking about? The natural man receives not the things of the Spirit, for they are foolishness to him, nor can he know them because they are spiritually discerned. He's not saying there's no more promises here. He's saying the major goalposts I gave you have been done. Move on. Complete. Are you with me? Is stuff complete in your life? Or are you still waiting for the goal that you set 30 years ago to come to pass? The Bible, if you allow it to be your doctrine, your reproof, your correction and your instruction. Not your wisdom, the wisdom of God. Not your theory, the wisdom of God. Not your plan, the plan of God. Because yours will be complemented in that area of God. You with me, family? It's so very, very important. I'm nearly out of time. 
I'm going to try and get some of the message out, but the word's more important. Let's try and get into the word. This word now. You know, you can stay in the word of God. Just live in the word. Isn't it amazing? Come on. Just stay in the word. 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 The living word. Jesus Christ, the King. Jesus Christ, the King. God's word is life, zoe, literally, figuratively. It remains the most important handbook. You know what a handbook is? It's an instruction manual. You know when you buy the fridge and it doesn't work because you think you know more than the manufacturer? And when you read the book, you say, oh, oh, yeah, okay, that's how it works. You with me? The instruction. This is the Father's instruction manual. And what this does is it brings forth vitality of life. Some of you could do with a bit of zest. You don't need Sprite. You need the Word of God. Come on. You need some vitality to come forth in life. Amen. Amen. It's very, very important. What is vitality? It's a perpetual state of strength and being active in life. John 10, 10. B. I'm come that you may have and enjoy life in abundance to the full till it overflows. That's the context that we're talking about. But we minimize the life-giving power of this precious word by not believing or activating. So, so what we need to see here is by not believing, saying you believe and actually believing is two completely different things. Let me say that again. Saying you believe and actually believing is two completely different things. You see, when you believe, truly believe, and the Word does this to your heart, you can't make this happen. It just happens if you stay at the waters, i.e. God's Word, then this begins to happen. If you don't do this, it's at your own peril. It's just the reality. So that's why I said it's a nice simple word. When you hear the word, faith comes. When I heard, 
Sarah Lee say what she said? She didn't put an amount to it. She made a declaration which was the seed of God's word. Now all we have to do is align ourselves with that word and activate that which we sow, we will reap. So we will sow seed and we will begin to declare that we have received our building. Amen. Amen. It never gets more complicated than this. So the only way, James says, you unlock the doing is by doing. See, you can talk. I mean, nothing happens. Family, we are in information overload. We have opinions on Facebook and everywhere. But this is what happens. When we hear this word, our faith grows. If you pursue the recognition of man, then man has to keep you. If you pursue God, God keeps you. Nice and simple, nothing complicated. So what I want to encourage us this morning is that we don't just simply agree. We believe. And we do. So for 40 years I spoke about Charleston. I'm sure some people thought, there he goes again. But in the fullness of time, God will speak. And if I'm in alignment with what he's speaking, remember, we read it there in 1 Corinthians (coughs) 2. If I'm in alignment with what he's speaking, even when he's not speaking, I'm living off what he did say because his word is eternal. Then it's going to come to pass. So I'm going to have to close out. We're out of time. But doing must be qualified in line with God's word. That sounds like a very normal statement. Well, then I want to ask you, why are the people not prospering? Why are they not prospering as they should? Now, there are people prospering in this ministry spiritually, mentally, socially, physically, financially. But I want to encourage you. I want to encourage you that things are happening. You know, I was sharing with a group of business people. I said... um, I said, I woke, I woke up 
sometime last year. How many of you know I'm still waking up because I'm still here? <laughs> I woke up and I said to my wife, I said, I said, you know, with everything so bleak in South Africa, uh, deep down in my heart, I have a hope. God's not done. See, man didn't teach me that. Man's telling me the place is going to hell in a basket. Right? No, you don't know about this? You don't hear the narrative? This country's done. Everybody will tell you that, or most. But not God. Well, our line was God. And then as we go through 2020, okay, Lord, I heard you. I'll get there. I need to move on. I need to get to something. But because that's where we're going, this will be the next thing. I'm going to jump quickly um, because I want you to hear this. And then in the last few weeks, information has begun to flow out on the oil and gas discoveries and other things that are happening. You know about this, Mom. You're an engineer. You should know everything. (laughs) So I want you to see this. Biblical truth is often obscured by not understanding the meaning of what God is saying. See, when God speaks, He speaks hope. Life, faith. That word that he speaks to you from his word contains faith, contains life. Okay? So wisdom is the principal thing. And with all you're getting, get understanding. So now I want to hop to where the Holy Ghost was quickening and then I'll close. We're on a mandate. How many of you know what the ministry's mandate is for this year? You better speak louder than that. I've got good hearing. I hear a cricket, but that was really quiet. So this is what I felt the Lord said I should submit to you. We're on a mandate for the increase of God's goodness. How does that come about? By the word of life. It's not automatic. It's not automatic for everybody. It requires participation by believing, declaring, and understanding. And then activating. So I can believe that God said there's a ministry in Charleston and I can tell everybody and write it on and I can write it out thousands of times. But until my faith responds to what I believe, it's void of substance. Amen? Amen. Isaiah 59. But you don't know the drama I'm going through. I'm so pleased you mentioned that because I've got the very antidote that you will need. Isaiah 59 verse 19. So shall they fear the name of the Lord from the west and His glory from the rising of the sun. When the enemy will come in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord, 
not you, the Spirit of the Lord, not you, not me, the Spirit of the Lord, not you, not me, will rise up a standard against him. Is that what the Bible says? That's what it says. Now, that standard has a very interesting meaning and it is a promise. But let me go to the flood first because there's a few of you in here that I'm sure that you will relate to this. A flood in the context of what the Bible is saying here is an overflow. When I ask law overflow, that's when it goes over your head. Overflow. Now there's another kind of overflow. It's what? Jesus. Which overflow is stronger? Let me show you. When they were leaving and they were gonna go into the promised land, the river was in flood. But the overflow one, God Himself stopped it, pushed it back in flood. I don't know where the flood went, but it just stayed and they went through on dry land. Is that what happened? Hello? So what is a flood? It's a large amount of water beyond normal limits. Some of you have said this, can anything else go wrong? That's a flood. Where's the standard? On us. Where's the standard? Where's the standard? Where's the standard? Never complain. They complained in the wilderness. The Bible says they tempted God by their complaints. Don't complain. I know it's hard. I'm also human. Don't complain. Quick testimony. How many of you got about another four hours? I think the Lord wants another four hours. We, um, so I want to give you just something, something very practical. So we were leaving to come back. Uh, no, sorry, we were going back to Europe. Um, so we, we, got to, we got to Newark, and that's in the US for you that don't know where it is. Um, we got to the airport and we had had delay upon delay and I, I prayed in the Spirit all the way there. I said, Lord, whatever you gotta do, stop that plane. I've gotta reach that plane. I am not sleeping in Newark. I didn't mean the airport. I'm not going even out. I'm, not, I'm getting on the plane tonight. The devil doesn't tell me how I should live. And we got on the bus and we were coming and we were getting near our boarding gate. I'm not even going to go through the detail. Every delay that was conceivable happened. The plane parked, couldn't get into the bay. Finally got into the bay. The, the jet walk didn't come. They didn't know why. Eventually the pilot came on. He said, I'm sorry, I don't know what's going on, but the jet walk or whatever they call that thing is not coming. Finally it came. We grabbed our stuff, we moved, because we knew now, we were, if we make this plane, glory to God, because the angel's holding the tail of the plane, <laughs> so we can make it. This is gospel. I have flown 
thousands of times. Get to the gate, right? You come up the jetway, the door's locked. As we're running, we go past this lady who's on full steam. (laughs) Full steam. I had one of those B moments again, you know? We get to the door. The American gets so cross, he grabs the door. She screams at him because what he's doing is breaking security and the whole place will be in an uproar. Anyway, his wife tells him, leave it alone because he's had about enough as well because he's also trying to catch a connecting fly. So we stand there. You can't write this script. Nothing. Nothing. Can't open the door. Phones a guy. Finally, he comes from the other side. He's not in a rush. <laughs> Close the door, try again. Do, do, do. Nothing. Opens the door. We standing. Doesn't say come through. Closes the door. Try again. I'm praying in the spirit. Smoke is coming from my ears. <laughs> Door opens. We never said a word. Door opens. We run, man. Now we've got New York's big. We've got to go downstairs, etc., etc. Get on the bus because it's not on the and, and the bus goes and drops us on another terminal. We're not in the same terminal. 20-minute ride. Every truck <laughs> stops him. He's got to stop at every stop. Somebody comes past. As we get to our gate, because they've got the big numbers on the outside, I say to my wife, our plane, they're pushing back our plane. She said, are you sure? I said, there's the number. They're pushing back our plane. Nevertheless, we run. We get, we get, to, the, we get to the boarding gate. By now, the plane is, by the time we get off the bus, the plane's now standing there. He's revving up his engines. We get to, but um, eternal optimist, run to the gate. <laughs> Get to the gate. Not even a mouse is at the gate. They've all gone. I said to my wife, I am furious. I am now furious. I tell her. But I don't shout, but I get a tone. I am furious. I hear the Holy Ghost say, Don't speak. I go, Blonde. Let's get hold of the airline. She gets hold of the airline. Within 15 minutes, if that, not even that, we're on another plane. God, off to Europe. See, my declaration was, I will not stay in Newark. I wasn't being arrogant. I had committed this to the Lord. Are you with me? The Word works, family. And I can go on. When we left Europe, you don't want to hear. We already had two weeks delay in America. The word works. Watch your confession. Watch what you believe. We walked into the lounge and the lady said to us, I said, 
um, this is what's happened, ma'am. And she was like, I don't know, she must have come straight out of the throne room because she was just so calm. She said, sir, let me just go in the system. It's fine. I'm going to sort this out. Oh, she says, yes, it's on. Yes, you changed. Yes, here's your boarding pot. Boink, go. But I could have blown it with little big mouth. You see, this will produce life or death. It will produce life or death. Amen. Amen. And so it wasn't over. We got on the plane and we went. But when we left Europe, that old serpent tried again. We lost two slots on two different planes. But the one they told us was an hour, we prayed, we went within 25 minutes. Somewhere like that. Felt like an hour, but it wasn't. Uh, he, he suddenly came on and said, the slot's open, we can go. So don't allow the enemy to stop you. Amen. 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 Now you may be experiencing a flood. Oh, sorry, Lord. I'm oh, sorry, I've got to go back because I've got to give you this. I don't want to give it, I know it off my head, but I want to give it to you. Um, the standard. What do you think a standard is? I'm not trying to play games with you. I just want you to think things through. And the Lord will raise up a standard. The Spirit of the Lord will raise up a standard. You know what that word standard means? He will cause it to vanish. That's what it means. It literally means make it flee away, make it vanish, put it to flight. Very appropriate. Read the testimony. Can you see? Will you believe? I do believe. It's not changing. Align your confession with your promise. And then rest. And then rest. And above all, be obedient. Be obedient. Amen. 